Nancy Pelosi. Now, I asked a question last week, is she misguided or is she evil? I used to think misguided. I never put an evil label on Nancy Pelosi, even though I disagree with 75% of what she does. Okay? I never thought she was evil. Change of my opinion. So the first soundbite we have is uh, her daily assault on President Trump. Go. This isn't magical. This is scientific. And so I said, if he if he continues to predicate the action uh, that we take on a false premise, uh, then we're in further danger. And his earlier delay and denial caused deaths. Okay. Now, here's how hypocritical, evil this woman is. After she appeared on ABC, she toddled on over to Fox News. Roll the tape. But forgive me, don't you think... Don't you think that you, when you're out walking without any masks, I understand this is February, not April, when this happened, yeah. and saying that there's no threat, it's perfectly safe there, weren't you also adding to this perception yeah. that there wasn't such a threat generally? No, I was saying that you should not discriminate against, discriminate against Chinese Americans, as some in our administration were doing uh, by the way they were labeling the flu and that. So it was okay for Nancy Pelosi on February 24th. So everybody come on to Chinatown and uh, have supper. No masks, no distancing, nothing. Come on down to Chinatown, San Francisco, which is packed like you've never seen. That's okay for her. But Trump, he is killing people. I find it very difficult to put any other label than evil on that woman right now. So there was a a paper given to the federal government on November 20th, 2019. The title of the paper was Ending the Cycle of Crisis and Complacency in U.S. Global Health Security. It was done by former Senator Kelly Ayotte from New Hampshire, um, Stephen Morrison, a Global Health Policy Center VP, and Dr. Julie Gerberding. Um, Commission on Strengthening America's Health Security. It's a good paper. I mean, I didn't read the whole thing, but I, I read enough of it to know. They said, look, you know, this is a dangerous world vis-a-vis virus. They didn't say uh, Wuhan virus or coronavirus or COVID. They didn't say that. So it's dangerous. We should be paying attention to it. That came out November 20th. Um, a little bit before that, September 2019, There was a paper issued, Preparedness for High-Impact Respiratory um, Pandemic. This came out of the John Hopkins Center for Health Security. All right, it's another, you know, academic paper. Academic. But it was issued. And then on uh, January 29th, one day before President Trump issued the travel ban from China, um, Daniel Coates, Director of National Intelligence, Um, published a uh, paper that said Worldwide Threat Assessment of U.S. Intelligence Community. So that's what prompted Donald Trump to take action. So when Coates, uh, the director of national intelligence, said, look, uh, this is going to be bad. Now, on the 22nd, I'll say this again. I'm sorry to be repetitive. I flagged y'all. Y'all is a Southern expression. I flagged you. And the reason I did that is because I was following the University of Hong Kong and their uh, assessment going back to 2007. 
And I said, this thing's going to break out. So I was with him. Now, Donald Trump, you can make your own decision. Uh, this is not a pro or Trump, uh, pro or anti-Trump discussion today. But I always put myself in a position of people I'm analyzing. So the president is just coming off the Mueller thing, which took up an enormous amount of his time. Then he segued into the impeachment thing, another enormous intrusion of presidential time. He is uh, up to his neck in the economy because he knows that's the most important thing to get him reelected. He's trying to build a border wall. He's trying to make the trade deal with China, which he was successfully did. So he's got a million things going on, Donald Trump. And even though he doesn't sleep, there's only so many hours in the day. I can tell you with certainty that the pandemic was not on his radar screen until mid-January. Okay? There may have been papers there, but a president's not going to sit down and read 300 pages of a pandemic paper. No, no president is. The three nightly broadcasts on the networks, ABC, CBS, and NBC, are way up in the ratings. They were dying before the pandemic. Now people are at home and they're watching. I want to show you two frontline correspondents and how they frame what I'm talking about. The first one is the CBS White House correspondent. Honora, they are still begging the White House to help them get testing supplies. And one senior official who works for a Democratic governor who listened in on that call said it is, quote, insane and criminal. The administration is not doing more to help. But tonight, once again, the president said the burden is on the states. Okay, so number one, that never should have happened because the script that that lady read, that was a script, goes into the CBS system and the executive producers look at it. You don't use an anonymous source who's obviously partisan working for a Democratic governor and shield that person, name him or name him. That's so unfair, it's off the chart unfair. And number two, she uses the words from this anonymous source, insane and criminal. That's irresponsible. You could get the same amount of vitriol from Republicans. Well, why doesn't she quote them? Why? You want to balance it, right? So that is off the chart, irresponsible, and it's journalistic malpractice. And that is one of their top correspondents at CBS News. Let's go to ABC News. We'll take since the outbreak, the White House has been using the virus to justify increased restrictions on immigration. They've basically been working up to this. A move like this, though, would be absolutely unprecedented and would essentially shut down the legal immigration system. And one thing is certain, this is definitely going to be challenged in court. Opponents are calling this xenophobic. Okay, so that's on uh, Trump's executive order about limiting immigration. So uh, the woman, Cecilia Vega, another White House correspondent for ABC News, um, it says that this is bad. Oh, it's bad. This is going to be court challenge. It's a 60-day suspension. It's not going to be a court challenge. It'll be over. Or maybe it's the ACLU or somebody will do it, but they know it's going to be over like that. Okay? There's no two sides to that. Ms. Vegas not giving you, well, President Trump says that he has to do this because he wants Americans to have first shot at any job. He doesn't want to give green cards to people coming from other countries. 
Look, you may disagree with that, but that's not an illogical position. And xenophobic, another name call. The first one, uh, CBS says criminal insane, ABC xenophobic. Now here's a fascinating story. You're not going to get this either. So in New York State, and I didn't know this. I should have known it, but I did not know it. All right. The state ordered nursing home residents to go back to the nursing home when they had COVID. All right. So on March 26, the state of New York said, everyone will be required to accept patients infected with COVID-19 who are discharged from the hospital and may still be infected. You got to take them back to the nursing home. Is that insane? Yes. You know how many people dead in a nursing home here? 3,500. Here's what Governor Andrew Cuomo said about that. Go. The state doesn't run a nursing home. Your questions sound like it's the state runs the nursing home. The state does not run the nursing home. It is run by the, a private corporation. The Acme Corporation said, you should bring your mother to the Acme Corporation. It's the best nursing home in the world. And they get paid for that service. The state regulates the nursing home. The state ordered COVID patients back to the nursing home with no quarantine. Governor, you're in charge of the state. I don't think he even knew it. I don't, I didn't know it. Today, Governor Cuomo walked all that back. Oh, no, 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 no. You going to see that on the ABC News tonight? No. Uh-uh. Not going to see it. Imagine if Trump had done that. Can you imagine? President Trump had issued an executive order that all you nursing home people, wherever you are, when you're discharged, from the hospital with COVID, you have to go be accepted right back to any nursing home. Can you imagine? The corruption of the press is the most severe problem we have in America today. 